Israel Touch Em All podcast. I'm your host, Stash. And today I am joined by Mippy5, my roommate, and by Smallpox, a longtime friend. How's it going, guys? What's up? How are we doing? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's kick it off with the question of the week. Uh, a little different. It's going to be a oh. fuck, Mary kill. Oh, boy. And I got three, three players here. We have Seuss. We have Nightmare, and we have Palp. Mm. Oh, no. Mm. For the sake of Ade, can we have it be Cuddle, Mary Kill? Just so it's uh, I guess family so, yes, friendly, yes, so yes. you can listen to this. Yes. So he doesn't have to hear the nasty things you're about to do to his dad. <laughs> you go first. I need to go first. I need, I need to I'm going to go first thinking about those three men. Um, so what was it? Uh, Palp, uh, Seuss, and Nightmare? Yeah. Oh, they're all married material. That's a problem. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, they're all. They're there's all no wrong, there's no wrong answer. Yeah, I could see myself spending the rest of my life with any of those. Yes, three. I completely agree. Gosh, um, mm. I'm gonna feel. That's the thing. I'm gonna feel bad killing one of them. Yeah, I was hoping there'd be at least one where I'd be like, "Yeah, that's that guy." But. Well, you, do, you could. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. And I do plan on doing that. Uh, I'd have to marry Seuss just because I've known him my whole life. And I feel like we're, all, we're kind of married. Um, and then Nightmare, we, I would cuddle because I feel like he'd be a very good cuddler. Just He's just like a teddy bear. But also like a manly teddy bear. <laughs> a grown teddy bear. And like, I don't want to have to kill Pelf, but like... I mean, he did some terrible things in Star Wars. Some, so it's, somebody's got to die. It's karma. I feel I'm, like. See, I'm close. I think I would. Unfortunately, I'd probably kill Pope too. I feel bad. Somebody's got. I don't want somebody to die. Right. And then I'd probably flip the other two. Mary Nightmare. I'm marrying. I just played with him for a year. I'd marry him. Okay. It feels weird. I don't want to kill anybody. In case you made it. Oh, it's tough. That was tough. You guys told me to. That is true. This was our idea. Was well, it was Mippy's idea. Yeah. What? I don't know what you're talking about. There's no proof of that. <laughs> I want to hear it come out of your mouth though that you would blank Seuss. Like, I, so we can at least clip that. Uh, cuddle Seuss. I want, or, I want you to say it. I will. I would. I would love to blank Seuss. I don't know if I can, if I'll say that. Full. Full. Just. I don't think I want that on the internet. Smart man. <laughs> Passed the test. I thought about it. Dang. I was close to saying it there. Respect. I'm not going to say. It. I'm not saying. Respect. It. I would cuddle you, Seuss. There you go. There you go. Okay. Nice. Nice. Do I have to do mine? I yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. you. Okay. Okay. Um, is this partially why you gave some? Yeah. You seem excited. Level to play. This one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to flip who you're marrying and who you're killing, Luke. Sorry, I'm pointing out Luke. Okay. Um, I'm going to flip that, so I'm going to marry Palp. I'm going to cuddle Nightmare and kill Seuss. Why do you want to kill Seuss? Because you ripped your well, heart off the wall. He just got... He, yeah, I haven't gotten a hit off him <laughs> in, my, in my career. Um, then you'd never get a hit off him, period. He'd go to his grave. That's yeah, but then I don't have to face him. Is that premeditated then? Mm-hmm. No, I was more thinking about uh, Palp's age, and I would take over his money afterwards. Ooh, oh, got a gold digger. Oh, gold digger. Right. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that's that's my way. It's logical, I guess. But we've already gotten to know you in previous podcasts, Mippy. Mippy. Mm-hmm. Um, you and Kmart are actually tied with being on podcast the most, so we... How many times? This is his third. 
Feels like third, and then once with Psych and Hope, but that one hasn't been released. Yet. Hasn't been released. Yeah. Yet. yeah. yeah. Um, nice little plug. Yeah, yeah. Make sure to <laughs> check out that episode. If it's good, if it's not good, don't check it out. <laughs> uh, so let's move over to Smallpox and get to know him. Uh, let's do it. Tell us how you got your nickname. How you? Well, let's first start. How'd you get into Whipple Ball? Oh boy, into Whipple Ball. I think it was like pretty, you know, pretty much anybody else. You're playing in your backyard growing up. Uh, wanting to be, you know, a pro baseball player, but you're playing with your wiffle ball stuff in your backyard. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, were you the first person, Casey, that I met that, that was the connection here at in Mippy's backyard? It was either that or Mike. I'm not entirely sure. Okay, so either, yeah, Babyface or Stash like, introduced me to Mippy's backyard, which was like middle school well, for me, earlier for you guys, but middle school for me. And then played here in Mippy's backyard, you know, every day for five or six years through high school. And then I think we played, because uh, Casey, you guys had played with one for Wishes one year. And then the second year, correct me if I'm wrong here, somebody needed a sub. Okay. You're on, you're on the, it was on the HRL message, message board, right? Board. Yeah, Mippy's yeah. on the message board. And somebody needed a sub, and I was like, I'll play. And it was two people who, were they HRL guys at the time? I think so, yeah. I don't remember. I'm sorry, guys. I don't remember who you are. If you're still in the league, that'd be funny. Um, but that was probably 20, uh, 2012. Yep, about that time. Roughly that, 2012. I, was say, I think we started in 2010 with Whiff One for Wishes. And then maybe 2011 was the year that I subbed in. And then 2012 was the, the Whiff One that I had my own team because our first year is. And then that basically, everyone obviously come from Whiff One. That everybody knows truck and everybody else who ran it and helped with it and then got invited to join the league with Mippy and Huck in uh, 2013 would have been our first year. I was talking about the other day when we saw the patch, which is sweet, by the way, the year 20 patch. This is year 11, which is insane. Mm-hmm. April year 11 makes me, f- I mean, I just turned 30, I mean, but I feel even older. You guys have been around for what? Is that 60? 55% of the 55, league? Yeah. I still feel like a guest in the league. Like I, I still oh, I feel, feel like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not an OG, so I'm not a... Yeah, I'm, yeah, I still feel like I'm, I'm trying to like impress Kmart. And oh, absolutely, guys who are, yeah, it's, it's actually your 20. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Which is weird, because the group that you guys came in with, I guarantee you, you all are going to be Hall of Famers at one point, too, and everybody's going to be looking up to you once the league kind of transitions into Well, and one of the guys we came in with is now the commissioner of the league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy how... I mean, it's, I guess it's full circle at this point, but it's crazy. We were the young kids, and now we're the old guys, kind of. Not quite. We're the, mid, we're the middle-aged yeah, men. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're the age about where the league started with the OGs. And we've been in it for a decade. <laughs> and for all the like new people in the league, and when I say new, like two, three years, four years, even five years, like it gets better each year. Oh, yeah. Like, the young people that have been playing it seem to be like obsessed with it and like love it. Like, yeah, it only which gets is great. better as the years go by. Like every new year is more enjoyable. I mean, yeah, and the bigger it gets, the more you want to do like the events, like the winter meeting, or now that we have the awards meeting. Like, because even last year for the awards thing, I was at the Gopher game. I was like, I still need to find a way to get there to see people because it's you know an off season with football. You don't. Other than like this, that we live together, we don't see a ton of the Wiffle guys in the off season. So, like, I'm looking for the winter meeting, like that kind of thing, is so much fun to do. Yeah, just getting out there and experience the league as 
do the do the non game day events. Right. Is basically what it right. is because that's fun. Right. So how did you come up for? How did you get your nickname? Oh boy, this is a great story. This is funny because there. I think this the year after we came into the league, or the year that we came into the league, they did the nickname bracket. Is that right? Was that the first year? Because Palp won naturally, as he, as he should have. Yeah. yeah. But my, our first year in the league was 2013. And we were in the same, we were the Rockies, right? Mm-hmm. And we were in the same division as the Braves. And we won the division our first year. And they had won, they were perennially very good. Sanchez and Chops and those guys are still very good, obviously. Um, but we beat them the first, our first year in the division. In the playoffs, did we beat them in the playoffs too? I have no idea. Oh boy. But I know we beat them in the division. And I had hit really well against them every time that we played against them. And I don't even remember who it was. Came up with the nickname. I should know since I've had it for so long. But somebody said, oh, you beat, like you're beating the Braves every time. Or, you know, the Native Americans. Smallpox killed the Native Americans. Your nickname is now Smallpox. Which is not PC, but it's a funny story. And people ask me it all the time where I want my name on the back of my jersey <laughs> or not. I'm like... There was a, I know there was the rumor last year that NWLA or two years ago was going to be on ESPN. I was like, if that's the case, I need not smallpox on my jersey. <laughs> I will say there is a great tradition behind that name that you guys that haven't done, I think, the past two or three years. Smallpox vaccination night. Oh, yes. When I was on the same team, it was usually with Wade or with Webgem, we would do different theme nights for each guy on our team. And mine was always smallpox vaccination night, which was... Um, Wade would make a bunch of jello shots that he'd put into a syringe. So it looked like just a giant syringe, and then it was a jello shot that you would take, and that was our, our yearly thing. We should do that again. I was going to say, for you guys, I think you should supply that for your end of the year thing or whatever, whenever you do it. And oh, yeah. So that way it's just constant, just because it is your nickname, and you do that, and then it's I agree. put on to the other team to try to plan that out. Yep, I need to... Wait, I'm gonna text you. I'm gonna get not that I don't need not that I don't need any of the recipe, but however you do it with the syringes and everything was fantastic. We'll bring it back. Good, because I, I they I were enjoyed, good. I, <laughs> They're dangerous. I enjoyed those nights. Um, One turns into four or five pretty quickly. And then how about uh, one or the other or both? Okay. What's your favorite wiffle ball memory and what's your favorite HRL memory? Oh boy. HRL memory is probably when we won as the Biscuits the second time. Second, my second, no. The first time we won as the Biscuits, because the first time we did it was with guys that weren't, not that too bad is a full, like, Fridley Factor guy, but when it was, like, the four of us plus two bet winning, I think was my favorite one, just because it was, like, the guys that we originally came in with, but we didn't, hadn't combined with anybody. Obviously, winning the first time with Taco and Honda was awesome, but I think winning that... That one with like our more or less our original crew was my favorite memory. Um, favorite wiffle ball memory. Now that is a good question. I don't know if there's one specifically. I mean, probably the days back here. Honestly, some of my favorite memories playing. I know I've seen. I think it's in the the wiffle, uh, wiffle baby music video where we won in the rain. Yeah, that's one of my all time favorite memories. We won the opening day tournament and it's just downpouring. <laughs> I think everything I was wearing, I just like threw away. <laughs> I think it's like me, me and Mike, Josh was on that team, but that that's probably up there too. Or 
like getting like when we got the scoreboard up here up and running for the first time was that, that was an adventure. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely it was. Just the fact that we even got it at all back. We had a awesome. trailer that didn't fit the scoreboard. Yeah. And we <laughs> took back roads <laughs> yeah. with a makeshift trailer with a massive scoreboard. Yeah. yeah. That was a big moment. Yeah, those I don't know, or like winning with Flynn is awesome. Um I don't know. Those are all I feel like you're missing the obvious. Well, I know, like, there's obviously winning in Natty okay. is great, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it like. Fair, fair. I mean, I'm trying to keep it close to this, but yeah, winning. I mean, winning the national championship is forever a core memory for me. But um, winning like stuff within the HRL or like the early memories of wiffle ball are almost like just as important, I think. But yeah, I mean, a national championship is pretty cool too. <laughs> I'll never forget that one. Yeah, we did that. <laughs> we did do we did do that. I don't know if we talked about it. Did we did I ask you what your favorite football memory was on our podcast? I have no idea. All right, well, well, you gotta answer uh, it now. Shoot. Go for it. Favorite I mean winning the national championship, it's not even close. But yeah. Would that well, would that intertwine with your HRL memory then too? Well, it was with our HRL team. Well, but you're thinking right. like league play? Well league play I mean technically you are the HRL going out there, so that's still kind of an HRL thing yeah yeah if if we can't count the national championship i'd have to say the all-star game two years ago was like my favorite moment homering off seuss in the, at the all-star bowl? game at the bowl if, if i have to sp- pick like a specific moment in the hrl yeah uh, that was pretty fun winning with the mets was pretty exciting because winning with the biscuits was very exciting mm-hmm. but like we were supposed to win yeah like we were the best team in the league that's true and so, like, it, was all, it wasn't as, like, shocking and, like, oh, my gosh, we did it. It, it was, was like, thank we, we took thank care God of business. We took care yeah, of We God didn't we get did cheerio this year. <laughs> but winning with the Mets, like, I was like, I don't, know, I don't think we were necessarily the best team that year, but we won it. So yeah, like, yeah, you're definitely in the conversation. I don't know if it was, like, that's the team to beat. Right. Right. So, there's a few of them. Wasn't starting up for the factors at all. No. See, we're we're obvious. I go like, yeah, it's the friendly factors. I'm like, what about the natty? And go to Luke. Oh, yeah, it's winning the natty for sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also, like, the national tournament is different because growing up playing friendly factor, I did not care at all about wins and losses. No, it was was fun to just be here every day. Yeah. It was a running, like, when you went to college, the year that we played every day, I would text Casey. It wasn't, are we playing? It's, when are we playing? Right. And that was it. Yeah, and it was, and you weren't playing to try and like improve your record. It was just to, to hang play, out and make play. plays and hit yeah. dongs. Yeah, and hitting yeah nukes. Yeah, <laughs> and so like I had never experienced like trying to win at wiffle ball because even our, even our opening day tournaments, I never played in them. I just mm-hmm. ran them yep. up until the last few years. So like HRL was the first time I ever like tried winning at wiffle yep. ball, and then the national tournament's the biggest stage. So that was kind of a fun feeling that I wasn't used to incorporating with wiffle ball. Yeah, that was a good weekend. It was a fun one. And hindsight, I'm surprised I didn't bring that up right away either. See, I mean, it, it's... It's not that I forget it, it but... Like, it's a I, good memory, but that's not where our wiffle ball lies. If that yeah, it's sense. not where it's definitely not where it started. Right. It, it's not where we had, where we enjoyed most of our time. Correct. Yeah, because, it was one magical weekend. Right, because when you go yeah. out there, we get out there Friday, and it's just go, 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 go it's, the it's a, time. it's a business trip. Right, exactly. On top of drinking and whatnot, but mostly a business. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, the HRL is just 
an entire summer's long event compared to just one weekend yep. every single year. So that there's a reason why that's sometimes put on the back burner. Yeah, and I think even with like the Fredly Factor stuff, it's you don't. I mean, I'd show pinpointing one day or one moment. It's like it's just the fact that we played here so often, and it was just the being here, being playing. Like you're saying, it's not about winning necessarily. It's just about coming and playing and you know doing it all the time. That's what that's the core memory. I think. Yeah. But let's shift a little bit here to NWLA conversation. Uh, we now know the dates, and obviously the HRL is not happy about it. And we were going to have Grizz on here. Grizz decided to be a little bitch. I'll, I'll say it. We gave Ade a chance to pause. And so I was going to have Tyler... Smallpox and Grizz come on and talk about it and whatnot because Grizz has been wanting to let loose a little bit on it and he will eventually. I don't know. He, he's kind of lost his his opportunity. Yeah, right it's now. true. He's got hot takes, <laughs> and they're very good. <laughs> I love it. We just like to put, we want to put a microphone in front of his mouth before he spits them. <laughs> um, but let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about the history that you guys have with the tournament. Cause you guys have been going for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you missed a couple years, Tyler. Yep. Um, you, Luke, you haven't missed any besides last year when we didn't go. So just kind of talk about the history that you guys have with that tournament and what you kind of see about it. How many times have you gone? Like eight? I think my first year was the first year you didn't. No, it's only been like five. Okay. Yeah. Because I went. Okay, I went in f- 2014. Was my first one. Because 2013 was the first year the HRL went. I did not go. That was in Columbus. And then 2014 was in Columbus, which was obviously a spectacle. Yeah, I never with, got to experience that. Yeah, with the uh, jumbotron and cake pops and Miss Ohio and it was a whole thing. Yeah. It was more the it was the event than it was. Or the experience than it was a wiffle ball, but that was obviously that's hard to beat. Uh, other than you know some of the locations that you're talking about playing now, like with like U Wiffs, or is that a baseball field? But I mean that was at a soccer complex, but it was done incredibly well. And then went to Michigan a couple times, small town Michigan, um, which was cool. I think, and we've talked about this enough, where we like to go. For wiffle ball, obviously, but it's more than it's like a weekend. It's a weekend away for maybe it's because we're older and we try to treat it as less of a business trip and more as a not that we're trying to win, but I mean you guys know how it is. But going to the two times and I think I went twice to Michigan, um, but that was fun. Uh, we didn't uh, we didn't win obviously then, um, but I, you could tell the tournament was still still solid. And after that was. Is that when I, moved? I didn't go for a couple years because it went back to Michigan. I didn't go. Yeah, it like was eighteen a, or nineteen. It was Nin- eighteen and nineteen. The, the I don't first think. year that you missed was my first year. I think that was eighteen. Cause I think I skipped two years in a row. I don't think it was eighteen because eighteen was my first year in the HRL and I missed the cut that year. So nineteen was my. Because I didn't go nineteen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then twenty was obviously the year in Pittsburgh or Cannesburg, and that's the year we won. Yeah. And that was obviously awesome. And then I haven't. 21, I think, or 21, we did go and lost in the natty. Um, but it's, I think it's an awesome experience. It's an awesome weekend. I think the way it's like a, I think it's wiffle and more or less it's purest form in that there's base running, there's 
It's clean wiffle balls. It's the wiffle ball bats you grew up with. I think that's my favorite part about it, is that it's just it's I think it's wiffle and it's more or less purest form. Um, and then you just run into what you run into the last couple of years is just the dates become an issue where other things come up and it's just super busy and it's you have to make a decision on what you want to do whether that weekend is that important to you or if you need to do. I mean, in my case, other stuff comes up and you have to make a decision on it, which sucks. Which is why, I mean, which is why I get angry about it because I don't do, want to have to make we, the decision. Do we want to go off of that right now with the dates? We can because, in my opinion, putting a tournament in the middle of July mm-hmm. doesn't make much sense just because of the fact that with all of us who are in the northern part of the United States, that's our time to go out, do whatever. Uh, it's, a, it's a summer. It's cliche, but it's our summer to go do stuff. Right. Exactly. And so. When we're wanting to do that, opposed to doing a wiffle ball tournament somewhere else, it, it doesn't make sense. And in, in Minnesota, there's a lot of lakes, and a lot of people go up to their cabins like you do, man. Yeah. You, you, you go every weekend. Um, and so it's just tough when we got to make that decision compared to when you push it back into like the fall or later summer, it's a lot easier to plan because um, you don't not, have the cabins or the weekends. Right. And then the in July, it's always busy because you got. Fourth uh, of July, so a lot of people are gone. They're that gone week. for yep. And then there's a lot of softball tournaments. Like I, I play, I mean, I play. I know it's like my probably more niche excuse, but that's like our biggest softball tournament of the year, and it has been for the last three, four years. It's always on that weekend, right? Which sucks. I think that's what UF does incredibly well. A, it's that's the most well-run tournament I've ever been part of. That's beside the point. I think the fact that it's in October when everyone else is done, and you don't have you know weekends away or Every league is finishing up, and that's your end-of-the-year tournament. Mm-hmm. And I think it's another good thing. Maybe you don't want to put them back-to-back, per se. Right. But guys like us and you know, leagues that aren't fast pitch, where you're not throwing as hard as you can for six innings or 20 innings in a weekend or a week, whatever it is, to ramp up in July, and then, all right, we're going to cool off and then ramp back up for UFs. Not that there's a ton of crossover, but there's quite a bit. There's a lot of people who would like to play both, I'm sure, and either can't or don't. Um, but when it was September and then October, you could just kind of roll that through a month, but you had enough time off to let your arm rest, but still be ready for UFs. And I thought that was perfect. Cause like when we won in 2020, it was perfect. You just keep it rolling and go right into right. Cause 2020. That right, was the first year of UFs. Yeah. And then that was, I think that was perfect where everything is in the fall. That's kind of your cap off to the year and then it's winter. And then you just, I thought that was perfect. That's why I liked it. Cause it, I think it allows, I think that's partially why UFs attendance is so good. Because it's in October, and I mean, end of it last year was kind of weird, but they had, what, 12 teams? Yeah. Like, I want it to be big. I just think having it in July hurts for reasons we've already stated. And I know it's selfish. Like, I have a, for, for me, it's a softball tournament, but like you said, we have people out of town. Other leagues have the same issue. Like, I want it to be huge. I want it to be what it was when Galloway was running the show, when it's 20 teams and it's healthy and people want to come. Right. But it, it's, I just think it's tough. I know Mippy might have a different answer for that. Yeah, I'm I'm a teacher, so summer, no summer's great. I don't <laughs> have to worry about uh, flying in Monday morning and teaching class on two hours of rest from catching the red eye on a Sunday night. So, but that's my only reason is because my schedule's a lot yeah. different than everyone else on my HRO. I mean, to be fair though, uh, the one time that you did do that, we won a natty. Yeah, worth it. it was worth it that sleepless night. I was running on adrenaline that whole school day. Walked into class, told them we won the national championship. 
They're like, what's wiffle ball? <laughs> Humbled me real quick. Which I get, and I think that's, I understand, especially for teachers where they strictly have, and I think that's folks that run it, like Scabie or Davey, those guys are teachers. I get why they're partial to doing it in the summer. Right. I just think that it's, in general, for like a general population, I think it's better, and for the wiffle population, I think it's healthier to have it in the fall. And I've felt that way, and I have no problem saying that. Right. And we can go into this, is what what's one thing that you like about the NWA tournament? What do they do well? And what's one thing that we think that they could fix to try to get it back to where it was? Do you think, are you saying like get it to where it was or just to improve the tournament as a whole? Or both? Kind of both, yeah. They kind of go hand in hand. I love the idea, like I said before, it's a pure form of football. It's clean balls, you base run, it's yellow bats. It's just like a very baseball similar form of wiffle ball. And I think that is awesome and I love it and I don't want that to change. I don't want that to be adjusted because obviously UFs is a completely different style. I love NWA for what it is. Brand new everything, base running. I think that is the best part about it. Um, thing that could be improved, and we've talked about this before, is we're trying to find ways to make pool play matter more. And we talked about it before. I think when it was 16 teams, I thought it was perfect where the twelve team, the top three in each pool make it out. The top team gets a bye. The bottom team in each pool is eliminated. Make pool play where there's incentive to win your pool and there's incentive to not finish last. And I thought that was a perfect idea and it wasn't implemented, obviously. And, but it's you're running into those, like even in 2020 when we won, we got matched up with two of the best teams there and they're not throwing anywhere near their best guys. I'm like if we're... If you get that kind of pool, it should every I want every game to matter. And that's what, back to UFs, every game is super important. And I love right. that. And I wish that was the same way for NWA where every game matters. And it's not just, all right, well, this game doesn't matter. We're going to throw, uh, like, who be, like, first guy uh, for OCWA who, like, hasn't thrown, isn't a pitcher at all. But, and he shoved. Yeah. <laughs> he shuts down. Don't get me wrong. Like, that, that, that shouldn't have to happen. Right. And I want I just want every game to matter. I think that, that makes it better. And it's and you're not waking up at seven AM just all right, we're gonna go play a backyard football game in a national tournament. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I, I was the same way with the improving it by having pool play matter. Because from what I heard, it's always oh, we don't want to have these teams come out, play three games and then just leave. Well, it's a national tournament. Tough tough luck. I mean, if you can't get the teams there and the numbers are shy, don't have everybody still make it in. I mean, you got to make pool play matter in some ways to counteract, like, the rotations. And I think 16 was perfect, but I think you, I mean, there's a way to do it, I think, with any number I mean, of teams. I mean, you could have just taken the top two in each pool, an eight-team eight thing. Then that way, you don't have to wake up early on Sunday morning. You can, like, rest all day. You don't have to have that long day of Saturday as well. I mean, it... it just there's, there's a few there's a few different ways to do it, but I, I right. think just having, I think having some incentive because then you're like you guys don't care about the run differential. Like we'll be the 15 seed. Who cares? We get we have our two guys that throw a bunch that are healthy can throw all day Sunday. Right. And you're not. That's why like the idea of you win your pool, you get a buy. That's one less game. Right. And I thought that was I think it was Wade or whoever we were talking about a couple years ago, but I thought that was a perfect idea to, like I said, a incentivize to win your pool and b incentivized to not be last and be out completely. And there's your four danger, danger field teams. Right. We don't call it that anymore, I don't yeah. think. But. Yeah. And my, my favorite part about NWLA is that you're playing up against other leagues, not necessarily just other, uh, like, 
teams that were assembled from teams, like super right. teams. So it, it's, it's league on league, and I, I enjoy that a lot more than when I went out to UFs. I, lo- I agree with that, absolutely. Because UFs is a good time, yeah, but you get all these powerhouse teams that, like, say you guys, with the means, you, you incorporate, what, four or five different teams? It's, it, yeah, it's for sure, yeah, probably four different leagues in right. for three different, four different states. Right, and I, I just love that whole... Our league versus your league. Let's see who's better. Yep, I like. I think that's a great, and I think that's why what makes them both great individually because there are it's the same game, but it's not. Right. There's enough differences where, like, you're playing with your league, and like when especially when we won, I felt such a sense of like pride for the hundred guys, the other twenty teams in the league. Like you're kind of playing like for them too, right. where like you're getting texts after the fact. And my phone died after we won because <laughs> I just got blown up, and I'm like, well, this is just. We'll come back to this later. Like, thanks, guys. <laughs> Like that, when you get all those texts, it was like, all right, it's more than just the five guys that are here, that eight guys that were there. It was yeah. for the sake of the league. And I, you're right. That's a very good point. I love that. What about you, Mippy? About what's good about it and what's bad about it? Not or, bad, but what could be improved to make it better? Tyler's put a lot more thought into this. I know you've put a lot more thought into it um, in terms of the national tournament. Um, so I don't have any like super hot takes or whatnot. It would be nice for like the championship or final four to have people there. Um, pretty much everyone leaves at least the year we won it. Um, so it's just 20 people there for the national championship and the environment is stale. Stale, I think is probably a good way to put it. Yeah. So I don't know what you could do to fix that to incentivize teams to stay, whether it be like a raffle that gets announced at the very end of the tournament or something. Well, we talked about, I mean, we talked about just moving the travel day from Monday to Sunday, just move everything instead of taking, if you need to take Friday, Monday off, take Thursday, Friday off, and then everyone travels home Sunday. And then that championship game is ideally 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock Saturday night. You win. Congratulations. Everybody goes out and do camaraderie like you would the first night with all the leagues or not if you really want to leave. And then Sunday's your true travel day, which I thought was a great idea, but that hasn't been adopted either. But I think that's a great way to keep people around right. and just say, hey, if you need to drive, do it Sunday. Or you need to fly, do it Sunday. Right. The vibes at the 2021 national championship were a lot better than yes, the 2020. Were, yes. when we I think that it, helped that it was the, the field. field. Yeah, the dirt yard is awesome. Yeah. And so having maybe the championship on a field that feels different, um, obviously that's tough to do. Not everyone can just build a field as epic as that. Right, but, in, your, in your backyard, right. Right, but somehow creating the feeling that the championship game is this elevated thing that people would want to stay to watch. Could make that championship. Feel I agree, more. and there and there may be other ways to do that, but I agree. Having you want people there for it's your national championship. You want people there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I have. Do we have any other closing thoughts or shout-outs or anything? I don't think so. Looking forward to year twenty. Year twenty of HRL is incredible. Let's do yes. it. Hopefully, we can have some of those ideas that I've heard been throwing around actually come to fruition. What ideas are we talking here? Uh, they've talked about like amping up All Star Night a little more, uh, okay. inviting some of the old guys back that are outside of the league, like the legendaries, and then have them. The guys I voted for for the Hall of Fame, for instance. Yeah, yeah. So like those types of guys coming back and maybe playing a game there. Like if they get enough of like those guys, those legendary guys to come play, maybe have them play against each other for something or maybe them against like the newbies or something so um that um i've heard of 
some other types of things of like meeting up and doing like a beer and um, smoke thing where they smoke meats and everybody in the HRL just like shows off what they got or whatnot. So and a non wiffle right. league event, basically. Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I'm all for seeing as many different types of meat from the <laughs> league really as possible. Any sort of smoked meat in my mouth is. Yeah. Well, if anything is close to what we had at the banquet. Yeah, no kidding. Whose meat was your favorite at the banquet? Sanchez's you sausage. Sanchez. Sanchez. You love Sanchez's sausage, okay. Clip <laughs> <laughs> <Lip> it! <laughs> but, alright, if that's all we got, then it's uh, warmer weather, colder beers, and uh, whiffle season. Whiffle season soon, yeah. Cheers! Uh, yeah. Took two shots, now I feel better. I met you, then I made you better. I get knocked down, but I always get up. Eyes wide shut, but I got my head up. Hey, and she know how to take it. Whatever I got, she wanna take it. Yeah, all I got is time. Not enough left to waste it, yeah, but life ain't a race, gotta pace it, like my shot, I'm not chasing, but when it get hard, I get wasted, just like my bottle, I'ma face it, you should too. Took two shots, now I feel better, I made you, then I made you better. Uh-oh, now you up in the club again Uh-oh